Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Carry On Up the Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is the Misses. Hello, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you enjoy it, and enjoy it you will. Enjoy it you will. Because I enjoyed this film. Did you? I did. This was a film that you accurately guessed. Not only what kind of film it was going to be, other than I carry on, obviously, but also its title, although I did kind of gauge it to what Well, yes. I mean, I said, oh, we haven't had a medical in a while. Mm-hmm. And you said, um, of the medical people who are your favourite, and I said, Hattie is the matron. And then I said, carry on, matron. And, and it indeed it was. Yeah. Carry on, matron. And I think we're getting back to some some good old home turf here. Really? Yeah, we're in a hospital. They know how mm-hmm. to do that. They've got folk in the right characters. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's, there are some things not to love, mm-hmm. especially when we do the it's a different time <laughs> section of this podcast. But generally, I think they've got the formula right, mm-hmm. and um, and they've got the all the good people in it. Uh-huh. Well, Jim Dale wasn't in it. And well, Peter Butterworth wasn't in it. No. But you can't have Kenneth Connor and Peter Butterworth. And I was very pleased to see Kenneth Connor back as All a right. proper full character. Yes, uh-huh. Um, he, he had some beautiful moments. Um, I mean, obviously, Hattie Jakes, though I like the fact that she was matron, but she was more than just matron. She was sex symbol as well. Yes. And that was quite... Uh, it's really the most matron that she's given. Matron has really been... Pretty much a secondary character in most of the yeah. other ones, but she was very much front and centre here. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Kenneth Williams as Sir Bernard was brilliant. It was exactly mm-hmm. a Kenneth Williams part. This, this so far, well, this has been the most Kenneth. We've had all, we, all the facets I of know. Kenneth Williams were here. Yes. The, the sort of overbearing intellectual type, and the stop messing about. Who she actually said stop messing about again I know. in this one. Yeah. And, um, yes, Kenneth Connor's character. Kenneth Connor's character? Hey, Mr. Tidy. Which was a brilliant sort of caricature, the fact he was a railway man and... Everything had to be on time. Yeah, I know all of that was brilliant. And I know we're not really talking about the last, but I just have to give a sort of better salute to... Just when he was saying to Matron or one of the nurses... It was Kenneth Connor's character, Mr. Tidy. Yes. An expectant father. Just put dynamite up her, mm-hmm. and then he turned sort of to the camera and went dynamite, and just did the best face ever. <laughs> yes, I noted that you'd like that bit. Yeah. yeah, give her dynamite. Give her dynamite. Um, and I'd forgotten that we hadn't seen um, Charles Hawtrey yet until we saw him, mm-hmm. and and then his first moment of trying to hypnotize himself. himself. He was a psychiatrist, Dr. Good. Dr. F.A. Good. Did you get that joke? Oh, no, I didn't. Because I think that's kind of what folk thought about him, was he was F.A. Good. Yes. And we can't mention Charles Hawtrey without mentioning... Wig! <laughs> yes, I, I'm afraid the, the excellent DVD transfers of these films have shown up quite Some how... Detail. <laughs> quite how dark Charles Hawtrey's hair is. And then when you compare it to Sid, and even Hattie... And Kenny, it's like you're the, you're older than them, in fact. And yeah. yes, they are not. They, their hair does not have the youthful luster that yours does in Grecian two thousand. It is so bad. Mm-hmm. I bet he'd look better without it. But anyway, mm. um, so that's. I mean, obviously there were other characters, but those are the ones that, that, that stood you enjoyed, out. To me. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just the one, you really, well, one main storyline, which was Sid's gang wanting to steal. Uh, but I the don't pill. know. I think the Kenneth, uh, Kenny Williams's hypochondria was quite a, oh, a, yes. a strong That's true. theme. Um, and then there's the couples and the, the Kenneth Connor and his, and Jane Sims not mm-hmm. giving birth for ages and her just eating everything. Yes. Be, having been, uh, first of all, having been in the maternity ward, for two weeks. I know. It was a different time. And also them just thinking about maybe inducing her when she was three, three weeks. weeks overdue. And then when the inducement didn't go to plan, they just kind of gave up on it and forgot. <laughs> no. But you decided to induce her. Why not just induce her a bit later on? I know. So, so yeah. Uh, those are the story. I thought there was quite a strong three storylines kind of thing mm-hmm. and also other various people going I was a bit disappointed that Wendy Richards was only a, a fleeting moment at the, at the very at the beginning, very beginning. Mm-hmm. yeah but no good cast good choice of characters mm-hmm. I mean Bernard Breslau was brilliant uh, Bernard Breslau's wonderful naive charm as Ernie Bragg was the name of his character well I, I just all I've written down is his hair was something else Oh, the long hair. Yeah. Makes you wonder, actually, you remember in, in Loving, a couple of films ago, he had long hair as the um, boxer, the wrestler. I bet it was like tied back in a ponytail. Well, I wonder if that was actually his real hair. Oh, could be. No, it no, could have been, because of course he's bald, bald yeah, didn't he? Yeah. We were bald in uh, so your convenience, but, so that must have been a wig, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, I didn't really mark down his character terribly much. Mm-hmm. I didn't like... Terry Scott. Did you not like Terry Scott or did you not like Dr. Prod? Probably I didn't like Dr. Prod. Why didn't you like Dr. Prod, Fiona? Because he's a rapey man. (laughs) Yes, he is a rapey man. And that's entirely acceptable. It's acceptable for a man, for a doctor, to have in his rooms um, trophies of all the women, nurses that he has bedded. Some of which were topless. I didn't have that as much offence to that mm-hmm. because you'd assume that was consensual. Mm. But then when he was chasing what we know to be a uh, man, a man, Kenny Cope, he was good actually. Um, yeah. He he didn't take no for an answer and then said, "You'll never get to me. I was boxing champion," as mm-hmm. if he would use violence and physical force to have his way. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd locked the door. And it, and, and it was all... It wasn't just a rapey chase. It was much more than that. Mm-hmm. It was very unsavoury, and I didn't like it. And, I mean, it was hinted to before that by um, Babs... Barbara Windsor. ...saying... They call him the taxidermist. No, not even that. Some doctors... Um, there's even some nice doctors that will take no for an answer. answer. As if that was a quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, didn't like Rapey Dr. Prod. Did quite like the name. Mm -hmm. But that was about it. It's funny because it's like, I absolutely agree, and the character was entirely unacceptable in this day and age. But when he was just lusting after the nurses, I thought it was quite good. He was good at doing it, yeah. but then it got mm-hmm. taken too far. Yes. Yeah. He did. I mean, and to be honest, I'd put that under, there were some great facial expressions. Terry Scott's roving eye. Um, 
Hattie Skunk Eye to Sid James at the beginning of Sometimes Trishy About You uh, was yeah. very good. Um, and Kenneth Williams thinking about sex and licking his lips. Oh, I forgot that down as the thing I laughed at. But laugh yeah, at that? The, when he was looking at the sex techniques book. Yes, and it's just called Sex Techniques. So shameful a book that nobody even claimed authorship of it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so he was brilliant at that face. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the, the Kenneth Thonic. With his, with his dynamite, I think he should be up there as a face. A face. A face in the mm-hmm. film. Okay. So, um, well, just while we're on, it was a different time in the Dr. Prod um, vein. Uh, the film star, there was a film star who was going to be giving birth, and they sent the hospital to her house. Her husband, who was staying behind, basically to have sex with the au pair. Yeah. That wasn't acceptable. No. Although that was clearly consensual, but nonetheless, not acceptable. I know. Uh, the other things I noted um, was I honestly was following the film uh, of the thief story. Yeah, the heist story. The heist right, story. Right. And when Sid James says, you'll have to go in as a nurse, it didn't occur to me, that nurse had to be a woman. <laughs> and it would involve some cross-dressing. We did, we did discuss that. I mean, I wonder if perhaps there weren't male nurses in maternity hospitals. You might be right, but it just never occurred to me. That he'd have to dress up as a woman? Yeah. Until yeah. he walked in and addressed uh-huh. him, I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Although, the, 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 the film did kind of try to address that in a, in a carry-on style by him saying, why couldn't I be a male orderly? Yeah. Although, his excuse for that was, but we've already bought you the knickers now. I know. <laughs> and the other thing that I thought wouldn't have happened this day and age was, well, there's a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of behaviour by the doctors towards the patients that we wouldn't have. Except these days. But when Dr. Prod was telling Little Miss Attractive, I don't know which one it was. I think it's probably Miss Tucker. That um, I have some good news for you. Oh, no, Mrs. Smethurst. I have some good news for you. I'm actually Miss Smethurst. Oh, I have some bad news for you. (laughs) As if it was always awful to be uh, unmarried and pregnant. Yes, that was definitely an indication of a different time. Social social comment there. Yes. So, um, but that's all I've noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. All it's quite bad, different time bit of it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, there's a couple of other things before we move on to laughs. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to acknowledge the decor in the thief's house. Oh, since flat. It, it took how me many, back. How many shades of dark yellow, brown, beige, <laughs> or taupe can one room contain? But that's what we grew up in. Mm. Many shades of beige. What were the seventies really like? That house. <laughs> Although for some, there was it wasn't really it wasn't right upon at all. But there was a whole lot of sort of bric-a-brac and junk. But not so much that it was like he's a hoarder or anything. It was just like too much for the decor. Used to like no houses used to be like just that. Have, or maybe he just dealt with a lot of stolen property and you know, it was all knocking about. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Matrons, uh, well. Th- Matron's flat. Matron's rooms in the hospital. The fact that all the doctors seem to have rooms in the hospital. That's Dr. what Dr. Prod had one. I don't think we ever saw if Sir Bernard had one, but I think we've got the impression that he was there all night, although yeah. the very the first time we saw him, he was arriving in his car in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it was a bit odd for them. Did, did they all have that? Like, what, ones but, that were actually for them? Yeah, but, oh well, I think so. For when they were okay. in court, certainly if they were... Senior doctors like that. Uh-huh. But Matron's flat was a more tasteful 70s decor. Yes. With the, the, um, with the lamp prints. you said I had. 
Yes, yeah, so you've definitely you've definitely had a lamp in that style, if not that avocado colour. <laughs> uh, I presume that was a sort of hand me down. It was a hand me down lamp shade, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, and I also think I recognise the lamp itself from a house of one of your relatives. To be honest, <laughs> not as anything wrong with having these lamps in the seventies; they were great. But still having them now. Mm. You casting aspersions on my family? Maybe a bit. Should we move on? <laughs> okay. Um, and again, a re- rehash of a theme of um, Hattie having unrequited love for Kenny. For Kenny. Mm-hmm. And then requited. Is yes. That, is that a word? Requited, yes. If you're unrequited, it must become requited. Okay. Mm-hmm. But didn't you quite like... I kind of felt... I wanted them to get together and then... They did. They got married at the end. I know. But I meant... And then all the things that, tri- that got in the way... It was for, I know oh, that's the right. point okay, of the story, the story yeah. but it was frustrating when mm-hmm. poor Hattie, he had no idea what was going on. It was a lovely warm glow when they got married. You yeah. kind of feel that's, that that is all their characters. You yes, know, that's all the, all the unrequited life yeah. of all the films, mm-hmm. yeah. So I have so many laughs down here, I think we can definitely say it's a film of success. Have you? you didn't actually laugh that much. I've only got Well, maybe I've six... Re- Instances well, of maybe I wrote down when I vocal smiled. Vocal laughs. Yes. Okay, right. Well, the first laugh that I had down um, was at the alternative titles. I think you laughed at pretty much all of them. From Here to Eternity. You don't think that's funny anymore. Um, what's this? Familiarity Breeds. No. Uh, womb at the Top. I liked Womb at the Top. And The Preggers Opera. No, I don't. I like the Preggers Opera. Yeah, you think, I think all those things laugh, you laughed at. And I then, think I'm still enjoying the moment of having guessed the, the title of the film. <laughs> um, and then, again, the first establishing shot, uh, Finisham Maternity Hospital. I love that. And then, quickly followed by... All deliveries at Rhea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the old ones are the best. Um, now, I, I think I might have missed some in between, but my mm-hmm. next one is uh, Kenneth Connor saying, in, in the man's waiting room, saying mm-hmm. to Sid Jones, she's nine months gone, and Sid says, she'll be back. <laughs> Don't worry, she'll be back. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there's the scene with uh, Terry Scott and the deaf woman saying, you're pregnant again. Oh, yes. And the, here. Mrs. Jenkins. Yes. Hard of hearing. And and the problem is, her husband gets into bed and saying, are we having sex or what? No, you're no, going to sleep, sleep or, or what? what? And, and you say, say what? what? So, yes. I admit, I know, it's silly. But... <laughs> no, that was a good one, I like that one. Um, and then, when, um, I forget the name of the guy, dressed up as a female nurse for the first time. Kenneth Cope as Cyril. Um, or Surreal. It's a Surreal, a real name. <laughs> and... Um, did James tells Bernard Breslau to say, stop saying that she's lovely. And then Bernard Breslau goes, but she is. But she is. <laughs> I love that bit. Yeah. Um, and then when uh, Kenneth Williams was in his office thinking he was turning into a woman oh, yes. and Hattie Jakes was there. And then just as she's leaving, he she said, you're male, as in your post. Uh-huh. And he said, yes, and I can, can prove, prove it. it. Lovely, but Kenny was really good at yeah. this. I think we're going to keep coming back to that, how good Kenny was, yeah. And that, and then shortly after that, we, we met Charles Hawtrey, self-hypnotising. Self-hypnotising. Can I say, before you do a laughs of Charles Hawtrey, um, I have great respect for Charles Hawtrey in this film because one of the jokes he had in that scene 
was that he calls his wife Hamlet. Uh-huh. Because, because she she's thinks great she's a great, great dame. dame. And he just kind of throws it away. Yeah. And I thought, good for you, Charles, because that's a rubbish joke. Yeah. It only really came back, and it, it wasn't made much of, but later on he talks about she's happy just to curl up on a rug with a good bone. Bone, yeah. But, and it's just like, it really was. It was like, that's, that's not a good joke. Yeah. Not a good joke. But anyway, sorry. In that first um, Hawtrey Williams scene, what were you going to... Uh, um, when uh, Hawtrey says, come lie on my couch, and Kenneth Williams says, I can't do it lying down. And Hawtrey thinks that he's talking about sex. Yeah. He says, oh, you, oh, do, you do have, have a problem. problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the bit we've spoken about, about the sex techniques book. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next scene I'm now in was um, uh, Kenneth Williams and Tatty Jakes. Mm-hmm. But Is that after uh, Charlie and Hattie have been... You're supposed to think they're going to have sex, but in fact they're yes. going to watch a medical drama on TV. I know. Which is a repeat of a joke from the very, from the previous film where you thought that Charles Hawtrey and uh, Renee Houston were going to have sex, but in fact they were playing strip rummy. Ah, yes. At least they were doing something vaguely sexy. I know. Um, and do you know that the, um, the bizarre description of what was happening in the TV programme is actually the plot of a film that Hattie Jakes had been in? Oh, really? Yeah, 20 years previously. Um... Anyway, sorry, you were going to say when so, Kenny came in after that to try and have his way with Yes, and uh, and Hattie says, oh, no, you have to marry me first. And she says she wants to be rude. And he says, you can be as rude as rude you like. as you like with me. Yeah. I liked his wallpaper uh, um, analogy there. You don't just buy, buy enough to do, do the whole room. You tear off a strip and see if you like it first. <laughs> And then um, the woman who came in to Dr. Prod saying she was married to an 88-year-old woman and worried about getting pregnant. Oh, this is Mrs. Tucker. Miss Tucker. Miss yeah. Tucker, yes. And um, Dr. Prod said, uh, had previously suggested that she get a lodger. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's come back and said she's pregnant. And he says, well, how's your husband feel about it? He's tickle pink. Oh, that's brilliant. And how about the, how does Lodger feel about it? She's pregnant too. Hey. So yes, I enjoyed that. The old switcheroo. And also, you know, the idea of an eighty-eight-year-old man getting two fit women pregnant. Mm-hmm. You don't know if the Lodger was fit, but probably quite young. Yeah, probably quite young. And when you're eighty-eight, that's some doing. That will be some doing. No wonder he's tickled pink. Yes. Is that the end of your laughs? Have you got yes, more? no, that's it. Uh, you have, you did have one more, which was when Babs had worked out that Kenneth Cope was a bloke. Uh-huh. And they were canoodling on the bed and Sid walked in. Uh-huh. And then Sid saying, Sid admonished him saying, um, kissing nurses and not, and taking your wig off, <laughs> they might, she might be onto you. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good. I like that. What do we think about um, serious Sid? I mean, he had some good. He had some lines, but generally his part was pretty serious. Yes, but he did do some good characters with the foreign accents and the. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't something he does often. You know. No, um, I think it added to it. Mm-hmm. I think um, he wasn't just wah ha ha, which was mm-hmm. it created a bit of depth to him. 
So I probably had more... He didn't do much leering at all, really. No. There were some remarks about nurses are quite fit, but he didn't... There was no flaws. And he had opportunities to, but mm-hmm. he still didn't. Mm-hmm. So I think I think I enjoy... I, I have more respect for him because of how he is mm. in this one. So yes, I enjoyed it, and I think having a straight Sid might be the way forward. Oh. Mixing it up a bit, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I thought the best thing I liked about the gang was the scene... Where where they ended up discussing bus routes, yeah, and then they thought the police were coming. They tried to escape. Well, wait a minute, we haven't done anything yet. I rather like that. Yeah. Um, and there's also a bit there. I thought uh, he he said twice to Kenneth Cope, "You promised your mother on our deathbed." Yeah. Which I thought, well, I wonder if that's because that's only fools and horses. That's what Del Boy always oh, yeah. him when he wants him to do something. You promised mum on your deathbed, so yeah, and. The only other, well, the, the other bits that I would have mentioned is Charles Hawtrey's little tie, very 70s, to have that little, that little tie. Yeah, Sean Connery has a similar kind of thing in Diamonds Are Forever, made about the same time. Um, and a bit that I absolutely love is uh, You're a Newt, when yes. Kenneth, Kenneth Williams and Charles Hawtrey just come in, they're both part of this kind of quasi-Masons. Yeah. I'm a grand salamander of the Watford Pond. Uh, and then he comes back because when he then accuses Hattie of having affairs with somebody else, don't ever try and join the newts. I like that, you're a newt. What do we, will we talk about the performances then? Quickly go through the performances? We kind of have already. Alright, okay. What do you think about this next, carry on the next generation? Which well, is the like of Kenneth Cope. I did like him, yeah. Jackie Piper. I like sister she- in this, but not. Not she didn't have a big part, but I did like her. Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't spoken about the secretary. I thought I was hoping she would have more. Patsy Rollins as Miss yeah. Banks. Yeah. Yes, but kind of a bit two two scene wonder really. Yeah. She had a good special effect. The, the dress came yeah, off yeah. really well when she was doing that. Um, who else haven't we spoken? We haven't spoken about Joni. Ugh, she just ate. It wasn't funny. Mm. I mean, she did what she was given very mm-hmm. well, but I just didn't think she had enough to do anything with. Odd that she gets billed above Hattie for that when Hattie really... Hattie and Sid are the main characters in this film. Um, But we know the billing is problematic. Um, Barbara Windsor, you quite liked her in this? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see Babs as a decent part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bill Maynard was um, Freddy, one of the gang. He was Joan Sid's husband in the last film. I did like or dislike him. Okay. Uh, Derek Francis was Arthur, the uh, sort of right. security guard, doorman kind of thing. I wouldn't say they're the next generation. No, but these are new, the new faces for the yeah. carry ones anyway. Uh, Valerie Leon was the um, oh, film star, like Harley Jane Darling, Harley in it, okay. Gwendolyn Watts as like uh, Mrs. The Kemp, the receptionist. Not always, because sometimes she could just be sent away to take the nurses to the nurses' home if anybody wanted rece- receiving at that point. Forget it. Margaret Nolan was Miss Tucker. Yes. Yeah. She delivered her a good line well, but that's all she had. A one scene wonder from Jack Douglas as what, what Nervous was... Father. You asked who he was when he came in. I know, he looked someone famous. Jack Douglas? Is he famous? Well, here's a hint. You might get to know him quite well over the next few weeks. Uh, <laughs> as in, he, he's now in the carry home. Yes. yes. What did you think of his... Uh, Nervous, jittery character. <laughs> it wasn't really explained. 
I didn't know. Quite why he was phoning the Guinness Book of Records. Well, I thought his wife had just had the biggest baby ever and he was in shock or something like that. I thought maybe he had lots of babies. Well, I just, I thought that was left too hanging. Okay. I didn't enjoy that. You didn't enjoy his physical comedy? Not without understanding why it was there. It just looked like he had some unfortunate tics. And uh, Madeline Smith as Miss Pullet. She was uh, she was in the next bed to Joan Sims at no, one point. Yeah, not enough to really judge. Okay. Um, Death Sweep. Oh, do I have to remember who's alive now? Babs. Babs is alive. The new bloke. Kenneth Cope is alive. Um, is it, is she will be alive. Jackie Piper's alive. She'll be alive. Valerie Leon's alive. Gwendolyn Watts is alive. Margaret Nolan's alive. Madeline Smith is alive. Well, quite a lot, isn't it? I know. And Bill Maynard's alive. Which one's that? Freddie. Frankie. Is he? Yeah. He looks really old there. <laughs> I think he may just be uh, mature looking. Is it the baldiness? Maybe. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Bald, bald men are sexy. Yeah, exactly. They are indeed. They do look old. <laughs> old before their time. Mm. That means they never age. Oh, that's nice. So, do you have any more comments on Carry On Metron? You liked it, though. I did like it. Do you think it's a step up from recent films? Yes, it is. At your convenience and loving and Henry. Yeah. Up the Jungle. We quite liked Up the Jungle, though. Yeah, but this this is back to proper territory, not not mucky. Less mucky about. What do you mean mucking about? Like trying new things and different things. I don't so like we should it. just stick to modern day medical comedies. They can't all be medical. I do. I mean, this is the interesting thing with this is Kim. This is made in the very early seventies, and it's kind of tapping into that kind of British crime thrillers that were being yeah. made there. Kind of get Carter's villains kind of thing. Um, interesting that they would kind of picked up on that and use that in a in a. Mm. Medical carry on. Because as you said, it kind of was quite an interesting heist film. Mm. And you kind of bought into the, they are going to buy the pill and sell it, kind of going to steal the pill and sell it elsewhere where you can't get it for free. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, and as you said, very 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You going to ask me the question? Uh, do we. Oh, do we have to do the, sorry, emails and that? Yeah, if you want. God, no, you have to do it. If you want to get in contact with us, please do so. Our email address is carryonpodcast at gmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter. Uh, at carryonpodcast is our uh, Twitter uh, handle. Uh, so, do we carry on? Oh, you bet ya. Oh, a rejuvenated series. So in that case, thank you, dear listener, for uh, for lending us an ear for this. In the singular? In the Yes, you're only speaking to one at a time. Okay. Um, and join us the next time when we carry on up the misses. Bye. Bye. Carry on. Regardless.